today I want to talk about the issue of nonprofit business that are black owned not being funded at the same rate as businesses that are owned by Caucasians uh, and our Caucasian counterparts. See, this has been a major issue, a long-standing issue in many communities, and I actually noticed it first one as a black-owned uh, black owner that runs a nonprofit and that's founded a nonprofit myself. I've seen the struggle firsthand on how our communities are not supporting our local politicians, our local leaders, even foundations are not supporting Black-owned nonprofits. You know, when we talk about equity, it can't just stop at police brutality. It, you know, it has to go, and we have to talk about it in every system. And unfortunately, when it comes to this particular issue, we're not making enough noise about that, in my opinion. And again, I've seen it. I've seen firsthand the struggles of submitting grants, of writing uh, hundreds of grants. Last year, in 2019, I, I actually wrote a total of about 420 grants. And out of those 420 grants, I got approved for about four of them. So, and that is, you know, it's that's sad. And these were very well put together uh, grant proposals and submitted to diversity of, uh, you know, uh, different grantors and sponsors. And unfortunately, you know, the, the, the number in which uh, I was approved was very, very low. It was almost about 2%. And that is really the reality of a lot of Black-owned nonprofits. They're going through the same story, you know. Recently, I joined the Blacks and Nonprofits group on Facebook. And I was sort of recognizing and noticing the trend of all of these Black-owned nonprofits that just were struggling with finances, struggling with access to capital, struggling with access to financial resources, just to push causes that really makes a difference in their community. And I started thinking why, you know, no matter where we are in the U.S., you see that same trend of these Black-owned nonprofits that's out there trying to, you know, push these amazing causes from mental health causes to educational causes to causes helping the homeless population and all of these amazing causes that are so desperately needed in our communities. And most of the time, We've, we are from the communities in which we're pushing these causes. So we want to give back. You know, we've, we've known what it was like to be that young child that goes to public school and that has to eat free lunch. We know what it's like to grow up without a dad. We know what it's like to have to see our family members in prison or our family members addicted to drugs. And we have that lived experience, that first experience, firsthand experience that nobody can teach us or take away. And is what makes us such amazing nonprofit leaders and owners is the ability to have lived that experience to come out from it. And then to be able to say, I'm going to give back to the same community that I grew up in. We need to support causes like this. We shouldn't have to compete at this level for funding and for resources to be able to push causes that are effective. You know, 
when you're thinking about uh, nonprofits that are not from our community, we don't even see the founders and CEOs. You know, we've never met them. They don't come to our communities and say and wave hi. They've never been to our public schools. They've never, you know, walked the streets and played in the playgrounds when they were kids. But here you have Black-owned nonprofits uh, that the owners have actually, you know they went to the school down the block. You know they used to play at that playground right on a corner. You know they used to go shopping at that same supermarket. And here they are, they've made it, they're successful, and now they're ready to give back. And they're, they're providing these effective programs. You know, they're not just any type of programs, but they're well put together programs. So we need to support these causes. How do we support them? politicians, leaders, come on. We are we are preaching a good message, but are we following it? Are we following it? Because we can't say Black Lives Matter. We can't say equity. But then when you have someone come into your office that's Black-owned, you just turn them away. No resources, no way to connect them. What have you, what, what have you done, you know? And so it, this level of, again, rejection of having to prove ourselves as worthy enough or as good enough to be able to receive this grant or this funding, why? Because of the color of our skin? And the problem is that we also see this pushing, you know, that same sort of rejection is, is happening in our own communities. It's happening by our own people when it should not be. And it's really, you know, really, really sad. In my opinion, it's really sad. We got to change. We got to do something about it. Because, you know, reality, we need, we need these Black-owned businesses and Black-owned nonprofits to push these programs because on honesty we know how to connect to our people we know where to go to find them you know we know how to deal with certain issues we we again we've lived through it you know we are them these communities they're not just foreign communities so as there are communities and so we have to also talk about keeping wealth back keeping the wealth in our own communities you know and that's another way that we're pulling again wealth out of our communities when we're funding other businesses over our Black-owned businesses and our communities. We're funding these businesses, these outside businesses, right? These these larger corporations and larger organizations. But then when you look at our, you know, our, our own, our own, we don't keep the wealth. We don't keep the wealth in. I, you know, I'm thinking about a, a, a recent incident that happened right in my district where you know, there was a, there was a, 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 over, it was a large, large millions of dollar project to bring in a YMCA into my district. And, and although that's great, but, you know, I started thinking about what about the community centers already there? They look, you know, when is the last time you fixed them up? Why can't you fix the parks down the street? Why, when is the last time you invested in the community center, centers that's already there that's being ran? by blacks why bring in this huge large corporation that in the you know to in our community when we can take that those funds those millions of dollars that we just invest in we can fuel it through existing nonprofits like those basketball you know uh, uh the nonprofits that, r- that run these basketball clinics and uh and literacy and mentoring programs and other programs that are trying to you know that has that great reach within the community and trying to make a difference but again don't have access to the capital don't have access to the funding and they're from the community so we have to 
be real. We got to be real. We have to do something. And we can't turn a blind eye. And if we're in leadership positions, if we're philanthropists, we have to give these black-owned nonprofits a chance. We have to give them. We have to give them an opportunity to be able to succeed and to make it. It should not be at this level where all what nonprofits all over the U.S. are having the same consistent issue. Ten years in, still fighting for a ten thousand dollar grant. That is insane. You know, how can you really sustain any type of operations? How could you really, you know, um, be able to accomplish anything or much with that? You know, it should be outcome driven. You see that a nonprofit is, you know, it's, it's doing well. Look at the outcomes. Look at the outcomes. The numbers are what speaks. The numbers are what speaks. If you see not just the fact that that black-owned nonprofit, the black, the owners are from the community, but you, you know, look at their take time to go visit. When's the last time you visited their 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 uh, their, their nonprofit? When is the last time you you sat in on an event? You supported an activity? When is the last time? Have you, you know? And so this is the problem right here. Not even supporting, you know, talking about this on a. Uh, without talking about money or funding, when is the last time you showed up? You know, when is the last time you supported? And so that is the other issue right there. And we have to be real. So let's talk solutions. What can we do? What can we do to uh, to, to, to fix this, to, to at least start tackling this problem in our own communities? Number one, we need to be able to provide resources, okay? So not just talking about funding, but I'm talking about helping Black-owned nonprofits, grant right, providing technical assistance. We need mentors. We need to to match these black-owned nonprofits with mentors that can show them the way, that can get get them connections that's needed, right, and that can open up doors. We have a lot of of great, you know, um, black-owned. Uh, we have a lot of great black-owned. Uh, business owners uh, and also, you know, the same people that are stars or, you know, that have made it. We need to, to have programs or at least opportunities where those uh, those that have made it, so to speak, up in the ladder as blacks need to come back and need to give back through mentorship. Mentorship is so important. So we need mentorship programs for these black owned nonprofits where they can learn sort of the, the, the way the connections, the access to resources, and to be able, you know, to understand what it's what it's like and what it takes. We need trainings for capacity building. We need trainings to help them build out infrastructures, policies, and their program departments. We need to help these Black-owned nonprofits in this way. How else do we support them? We share the word. We show up when they when they send us an invite to events. We don't just disregard it or unsubscribe, but we actually pay attention. We show up, right? When when we're asked to, and even when we're not asked to, we show up. Another way, we give them a chance. So local politicians and leaders that have the ability to give discretionary funding, stop turning these Black-owned nonprofits away. Because we're the ones that's preaching the message. We're Black ourselves. We come from the communities ourselves and we're more likely to reject the same ones that we say we're serving and supporting. So let's be real about this. Let's give them chances. Let's not turn them away 
at this rate, philanthropists, what could we do? We need to be able to put a certain amount of percentage of our giving and our money into specifically Black-owned nonprofits. Be, be, be actually intent, intentional about it. You know, be intentional. And this is another thing, so that we are, so that there's real equity. What else can we do? Join a board. If you are a community member, volunteer to join a board to support one of these Black-owned nonprofits. At the end of the day, we need you. We need you to be able to show up, come to the table, and bring your skill set. So, you know, if you feel like, oh, I can't donate, I don't have money, well, guess what? D donate your time. Donate your talent. Donate your skill because that is, that's another form of, you know, of, of, of funding. It's, it's called in-kind. And so that is something else that's needed. And so these are just some quick solutions, but there's more to come. And I want you to stay tuned as we talk about this more. So you all be, st be safe and have a blessed day.